good after a morning. Bop, bop, bazoo, dop, and bop, bamboo. It's me. And I don't know what any of that is. <clears throat> but it's good after morning. I do know that. And it's another day in paradise. Good old Oklahoma with its naders and shit. Now, can you hear me? Ooh, I'm turning up my game. You like that? I bet you do, you little slut. Anyways. <laughs> How have you guys been? How's your how's your week been? I've been, I've been an interesting week. Um, I'm getting a lot of listens from India <laughs> on one episode. On the episode where I talked um, for like 20 minutes about Norm MacDonald. Uh, the Legends Never Die episode. If you haven't listened to that, um, three quarters of India has, and that's like three quarters of the planet. So <clears throat> I'm famous. Can you believe it? We made it, boys. But nah, for real. Um, if you're listening from India, if I kept your attention, good on you, man. Good on you. I don't know what else to tell you other than that. Um. I took a intro to Hinduism class in college that I kind of attended. Uh, <laughs> that was in the that was in the semester that I didn't attend a lot. So um, I think I went to that one more than any of the other classes that semester, though. Um, so that was cool. Got to learn a lot about. Um, Hinduism, mostly. <laughs> and about India, I guess. I don't remember, like, any of it. Um, I do remember, like, some of, like, the big ideas from Hinduism. And, you know, I still have my copy of the Ramayana. And, um, uh, the Bhagavad Gita. I still have, I still have those. So, what can I say? You know, I'm, I'm more educated than most. <laughs> most wouldn't understand me. What it's being like from the trenches. <laughs> the trenches being a place named Rattlesnake Holler. <laughs> Fucking fuck around, boy, you get shot. <clears throat> most couldn't handle Rattlesnake, and that's that's for real. Um, you know why they call it Rattlesnake? Rattlesnake Holler? Rattlesnake Road? Hmm? First of all, if you don't know what a holler is, uh, get out of my country. <laughs> Speak my language. <laughs> I kept making jokes like that at my work the other day. Just any time somebody would say something like... I mean even slightly foreign, I'll just be like, you <laughs> speak English or get out, and shit like that. I hope you like that, people from India. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
What a staunch viewpoint to have on society, though, to just fucking, you gotta speak my language. <clears throat> Which is the only language I speak, or else I don't like you. <laughs> alright, alright. So you get a lot of ideas on foreign policy, I see. I just don't, I just, I can't subscribe to, like, any idea like that for too long, you know? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the way I phrased that was, was not good for too long. <clears throat> you can get a lot done and before too long's over, you know? Rome wasn't built in a day, but boy, they sure did a lot in that first day. <laughs> Man, well, I don't even remember what the fuck I was trying to say. Uh, let's see, too long, too long. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, I don't get how people, like, just full sell ideas. You know, I'm very open to change. Um, you know, I consider myself a heterosexual male, but, you know, I'm one tall drink of water and some fucking tight skinny jeans and a pink mohawk away from just being gay. You know, that's my type. Tall drink of water, pink mohawk. Long, tan, and handsome. <laughs> what the fuck is that kid's name? Oh, Billy Fishkins. Yeah. In case you're uncultured, uh, Billy Fishkins is the one-off character that Pearl takes to the... Was it prom? I guess it was prom. Uh, in, like, season one of Spongebob. He's... Long, tan, and handsome. <laughs> and everybody does the sponge. Now that's a, that's a fucking show for you. I can reference Spongebob uh, for too long. For way too long. <laughs> it's, a, it's like an everyday part of my, I don't know, brain. Where I just... Com I just make Spongebob analogies just all the fucking time. Oh, this is this is like episode where fucking Patrick's dumb. <laughs> but holy shit, dude. That show is amazing. And they've done everything. They've covered every topic. Like, what more can you do? What more can one sponge do? Probably a lot. Actually, probably not a lot because I think they're canceling Spongebob and going forward with a Patrick Starbase show. So, um, I think Spongebob's dead. <laughs> I think they killed him. <laughs> they just put him in some bleach to let him dry out. How would you kill Spongebob, actually? Like, the dude's been turned into cubes. He's been ran over. <clears throat> he rode his tongue down a mountain of sand and then like s broke his fucking legs through the top of his head um he has been 
you know, blown up, vaporized, grilled. Uh, you know, he ate an explosive pie one time and just kind of burped it off. Oh, wait, no, he didn't. He didn't even eat it. He just kind of flicked the crumb and then it blew up Squidward. And then he ate it. <laughs> So you're telling me the boy knit you a sweater of tears and you kill him. That's a great fucking episode, dude. That that is honestly in my top ten. Dying for Pie is the name of that episode. Killer. Absolutely killer. And actually, I think I have a top ten list of Spongebob episodes somewhere. I've it might be in my my notes, but that was something that I wanted to just, oh, oh my god, I do, and I have reasons why. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I have eight. All right, top eight. I don't know if this is in any particular order, actually. You know, um, but I do, I do have these. Here we go. <clears throat> First one, no particular order. Best eight SpongeBob song or SpongeBob episodes of all time. Number one, ripped pants. All right. First of all, ripped pants. In itself, you could take the first two-thirds of the episode, and it's a good episode. But the first thing I want to talk about is his fucking song, bro. I don't know whether they had Hans Zimmer come in, or maybe, you know, uh, maybe my, my good friend Dr. Dre helped produce this, maybe. But the song on Ripped Pants is so good. It's so good. It has a good little switch up, you know. Boom. You know, right? Dude, it goes so fucking hard. Also, I I like any... I like most Spongebob episodes that just happen at Goo Lagoon. Just for like that beachy... Music, you know, like with the guitars, you know, it's fucking good. Um, let's see what else I have right now. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This ep, this episode has really good side characters as well, like Larry the Lobster. Okay, Sandy's in there. Uh, you have, <laughs> you have probably one of my favorite characters in any SpongeBob episode ever just random guy he rivals my leg guy <laughs> i gotta lube up for this one <laughs> that guy right <laughs> dude you are too funny that guy he ends up dying actually <laughs> I experienced high tide. <laughs> Holy shit. See, I'm laughing right now. Just fucking 
doing it, dude. Ripped pants is 11 minutes of TV gold. Okay. Next episode. Pickles. Alright. If you don't remember this one. Uh, this is the one, let's see how to explain this. Ah, okay. This is the one where SpongeBob forgets how to make a Krabby Patty. Okay. This motherfucker, this big fat some bitch, uh, <laughs> uh, named Bubble Bass comes into the Krusty Krab and Bubble Bass is just an asshole. He's that one guy at the buffet that like. Ask if they have any fresh prime rib, you know, and you got Golden Corral. Yeah, he's like that guy, you know, 300 pounds. He's on his fourth plate and it's piled high. And by God, if that prime rib is not fresh, I'm going to have to speak to your manager. <laughs> but this is a great Squidward episode, honestly, because... When Bubble Bass first comes in there and he orders his atrocious fucking thing, where it's like a triple double Krabby Patty and then like, you know, soak it in grease and then let it swim and like all this shit. <laughs> Squidward just kind of stares at him and then, you know, hits him with the, we serve food here, sir. <laughs> And then at the end of the episode, whenever everybody's like, whenever SpongeBob like eventually learns how to make a Krabby Patty again, surprise, in case you haven't seen it, um, <laughs> he hits him with the, uh, uh, the, like, they're all going hip hip hooray, and Squidward goes hip hip, fuck, what the fuck does he say? No, it's like hip hip, oh boy, hip hip, yeah. And it's just, you know, I, I can't fucking remember the punchline, but <sighs> it's a great, great episode. Um, the next episode, Band Geeks. And if you don't know this one by name, are you even a resident of Bikini Bottom, sir? Because I am. And Band Geeks is so good. That episode swings from the get-go with heaters, bro. This is the one where Squilliam, Fancy Son, a.k.a. Squid with a Unibrow, <clears throat> rolls up to the Krusty Krab or whatever and is like, Yo, Squidward, you're poor. And Squidward's like, I'm not poor, I have a band. And then... Squilliam's like, I take a private helicopter to my private yacht. That's the only way to get to my private island. And then Squidward cries, and then he's like, I'm gonna watch your band at the Bubble Bowl, which is a football game. <laughs> where they, uh, where they took, like, actual shots of just random, they probably staged it, you know, like, people like painted up with their shirts off like a bunch of fat guys and shit it was supposed to mimic you know just an NFL game um sorry I had to text my girlfriend back she asked if I wanted pizza so I had to say yes with like nine yes s's you know um anyway this thing comes with heaters 
Um, my favorite one probably in the whole episode is when Patrick, they all like get into a fight, you know, big meaty claws and all that shit. And, uh, (laughs) um, Sandy like grabs Patrick and shoves his head into a trombone, you know, and he will. And actually, he grabs Patrick and a trombone and runs outside, and then you just hear of him just like getting fucked up. And then he comes back inside, as like inside the trombone, you know, and he like and then sits down. It was the owner of the white sedan, you left your lights on. Fucking killer, dude. Killer. And I'm sure me explaining these fucking long-winded Spongebob jokes is awesome to listen to. In fact, I know it is, because it's coming out of my golden lips mouth. That's right, I wear lipstick. And it's cute. Um, yeah, the, the Band Geeks episode is incredible, though. You know, they have the big fight, and they all, you know, Squidward's like, uh, you know, I expected more from you people. And then SpongeBob rallies them with a speech, and uh, they end up playing at the Bubble Bowl. They practice all night long, and they get good as fuck, and they play probably the second best song from uh, SpongeBob, which is Sweet Victory. I believe I have it in my rock playlist. It's that good. Um, let me see who this is by. Sweet, sweet victory by David Glenn Isley and Bob Kulick. You know this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that shit goes hard. That shit goes real hard. And you bet your ass whenever that comes on when I'm driving, I'm yelling that shit. It is so good. But, uh, I'm just gonna move to the next episode. <clears throat> this one is Club SpongeBob. Alright. What number is that? Four? Okay. Club SpongeBob is the one where Spongebob and Patrick are up inside a treehouse, like, way up on top of this, this random piece of, like, sea tree. It's like a big kelp-looking thing. And, you know, Squidward being the guy he is, he's like, fuck you, I'm gonna get into your clubhouse. And they tell him he wouldn't fit in. So he comes up there, and then he gets up there and crawls through the window, and then it's like, it's, it's like literally a box that they're all just sitting in and he's like <laughs> he's like he's like why is it so small up here and he goes well we told you you wouldn't fit in we've been up here for three days 
<laughs> so then Squidward like kind of crawls out and ends up f- like you know grabbing the ground and cartoon physics. And the thing snaps back and flings him like way off in the woods, basically. <laughs> and um, hold on, I'm gonna read this shit and see what I wrote about it. <laughs> okay. All right, so they 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 end up in the woods and they start listening to the magic conch, and I want a magic conch. Where do I buy one of these things? How hard would that go to actually have like a pink conch shell that you pull its string, and it says like you know the four or five things it says in the episode? Like, thank you. That would be an amazing Christmas gift, and I'm gonna I'll thank you again in in advance. Because I know one of my faithful listeners will send it to me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the magic conch knows all. Um, she told them to just wait. They waited. A plane fucking dropped it. A, a, a picnic supply plane dropped an entire picnic on their head. Uh, you know, and Squidward being, you know. It's a good, it's a really good Squidward episode. It is a really good Squidward episode. Probably my favorite one, to be honest with you. Okay. This next episode is probably my personal favorite. Um, This one I've been rocking with since childhood. Like, this has been my favorite. Idiot Box. Idiot Box is... Just a really random episode. Uh, it's where SpongeBob orders this gigantic TV just for the box so Patrick and SpongeBob can play in it. And Squidward takes the TV, and Patrick and SpongeBob are basically just imagining shit. And there's an avalanche, and a second avalanche, and there's. <laughs> there was <laughs> there's a a big war against the robots and the pirates um and <laughs> uh oh I almost forgot about the saw they had to fucking saw off Patrick's leg or SpongeBob's legs and then <laughs> They had to saw off, they needed to saw off Patrick's legs, but they couldn't because Spongebob had already sawed off his own arms. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and who can forget, and you know, I'm, we can't, we honestly would be, uh, it would be a mistake and a huge disrespect to the honor of those brave pirates who gave their lives, you know, to keep the box safe for the robot menace, you know, um, you know, lest we forget, uh, we won't. So, you know, just really, just really shout out to those pirates. They're, they're really good guys. The the robots were some actual douchebags. <laughs> Anyways. Next episode. I already talked about this one. Dying for pie. This is a really good one. You know, the sweater curtiers. Sweater curtiers. You can put that on a shirt. 
Um. <laughs> Wait, Mr. Krabs may. Alright, so this is why you edit. Oh, you like that? Just punched my mic. This is why you edit things whenever you write them because this sentence says, Mr. Krabs may BQQQ the QQQ E making bomb pies. Yep. And that makes a lot of sense to me, too. That's a really good episode, though. Okay. The seventh best one is pre-hibernation week. This episode features fucking Pantera as the musical guest. They play all the backing tracks, and it's pretty badass. Gold Team rules, Pantera rules, Extreme Jacks rules, Hay in the Needle Stack rules. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it's so good. There's a lot of just really good one-off jokes. You know, Sandy is going into hibernation, so she's doing all these crazy-ass fucking games with SpongeBob. Like Extreme Jacks, where you put a bowling ball in a chute and then run down to the other end before the bowling ball gets there, and you have to pick up the jacks, and you have to play jacks before it gets there. You know, onesies, twosies, threesies, foursies. How the fuck do you even play jacks? The only reason I know it's like onesies, twosies, is because I watch a lot of Three Stooges, and they play jacks. (laughs) How do you play jacks? Does anyone know anymore? Is that like one of those things that's just gone? Is that like the Aztec language? Like nobody, like it's just, it's just disappeared in time. Um, I don't know, man. Hold on, I gotta text my girlfriend back. She just want me to pick up this pizza. What a bastard! Do I look like I'm the guy that needs to be picking up pizza? I'll eat it all. I'm thick. No, I'm just kidding. I'm only good for like three pieces. I don't go crazy on pizza, you know. I eat, like, I eat my fill, but my fill is only, like, three or four pieces. And then, you know, I'm a next day kind of guy. I'll eat on a pizza for, like, a week and a half. I don't give a fuck. Let's see. I gotta text this nice lady back. Um, I'm recording for another 20 minutes. And that's exactly what I said. See, I just want you guys to know that, um, god damn it. She asked me what I wanted. Alright, what do I want? What do you guys want? Shout it out. Leave it in the comments. Leave it in your Apple review that I know that you're doing right now as I'm speaking. Um, <clears throat> what do I want? I think I want a, uh, no, I just want a pepperoni. Fuck it. Give me a thin crust pepperoni. You know what? Let's rant about pizza. Fuck SpongeBob. Okay. The the one the one episode was the Pantera one and the last one was the training episode. You know, 
You know, that episode. Um, anyways, uh, fucking pizza. I live in an area, I'm in Oklahoma, first of all, so if you're listening from anywhere that's, like, considers themselves a pizza place, you know, if you're listening inside of Domino's or something, uh, you know, fuck you, shut up, alright, I'm in Oklahoma, and the local pizza place is called Gambino's, and... A lot of people rave about it. My girlfriend really raves about it. And it's not good. It's not that good. It's really not. Like, it's okay. And I'm going to be honest with you. I would rather have Pizza Hut. And let me tell you a thing or two about Pizza Hut, buddy. I'm a Pizza Hut enjoyer. Alright? The vibes of Pizza Hut are great. You ever gone inside? Ate? conversed they have a salad bar like i've spent a lot of time just sitting in a pizza hut just fucking eating salad drinking water you know paying my four dollars for the salad and leaving four hours later (laughs) um i went to pizza Hut a lot it's the only uh in the town i grew up in jay oklahoma we only had pizza you had pizza hut and simple simon's if you don't know what simple simon's is it is like a random I don't even know honestly I don't know what the fuck Simple Simons is it's like it's in every gas station ever and I think they just ship them fucking frozen pizzas probably or frozen dough or like you know the ability to make a pizza somehow and then it's just a really mediocre pizza so Pizza Hut was the only like actual decent pizza and I still think is the best pizza in this area and is the best chain in general. Um, you know, Domino's is okay. All right. Domino's used to be dirt, but then they did their whole, you know, we're not going to be dirt anymore. We're using real ingredients now. Wink. I like, I like what that ad campaign that they did where like they just made everything better. And, you know, they talked about, like, how good their ingredients were. It's like they acknowledged how bad they were before. (laughs) And probably still are. I don't think much has changed, to be honest with you. Um, Maybe they changed the recipe. I don't fucking know. I didn't really eat Domino's. Like I just said, I grew up in a one-stoplight town that had a Pizza Hut. You know, so. That was it. Uh, Papa John's Papa John's can honestly take a walk Papa John's can take a walk and I'll tell you why I lived across the street from a Papa John's for two semesters whenever I was at OU okay their pizza was honestly it's not great like hardly ever you know you would get they they do have that butter sauce though that garlic sauce 
that they'll give you. That shit goes kind of hard. But it's butter and garlic. Like, of course it goes hard, right? Um, I'm just not really a fan of Papa John's. Like, the their regular pan crust is like a fucking hand-tossed. You know, it's super thick. Uh, the thin crust isn't very great. That's what I love about Pizza Hut's shit. Say what you want about the crusty part, but, like, the underneath crust is a good thin crust. It's a good thin crust. And I like the the very end. The very If you don't eat the crust of your pizza, fuck you. Fuck you. Like, just finish it, dude. A kid, a kid from Africa could eat that. God, that is the dumbest thing to ever say to somebody. Like, and be halfway serious, I guess. Come on, man. Kid from Africa could eat that. I'll fucking mail it to him right now. Man, now, Papa John's, it's not great. It's not great. Out of the three, it's three. And, uh, what's another good chain? Would you consider CeCe's Pizza, like a, a Pizza Hut supplier? Do they deliver? It's kind of booty. CeCe's is kind of booty. They've got a lot of variety, though. That's their strong suit. If they didn't have variety, they would suck. They have good dessert pizzas, though, but it's so hard to fuck up a dessert pizza. It's cinnamon and sugar, usually. You know? What's up? Doesn't Pizza Hut do, like, some kind of, like, crazy brownie thing? Which one does the lava cake? Somebody does the lava cake. One of these Pizza Hut chains... Does a lava cake. Is it Domino's? It might be Domino's. I'm going to be honest with you. I've never eaten a lava cake. You know. Came from the streets like I told you. We ain't having no cake with no lava in it. That's a falsehood. I just never had the opportunity. You know. But by God. If you put a lava cake in front of me. Oh I'd eat it. I'm a chocolate boy. That is no doubt in my mind. That thing is getting gobbledygooked straight up. What else are the... Do you guys fuck with, like, the the pie pizzas? Like, they'll sometimes... Like, it's one of those dessert things where they'll put, like... It's like a cherry pie, almost. I think this is a Pizza Hut thing that I'm describing right now. That thing's pretty good. I'm be honest with you. If you're a pie enjoyer and you like big crumbly cinnamon. I, I'm an enjoyer of big crumbly cinnamon. Man, I kind of want to tell my girlfriend to get like some kind of dessert shit from this place. I bet it's garbage. I bet it is ass. The thing about this pizza place, to be honest with you, is that it's it's really pricey, you know? Like, for what it is, for what you get, it's your, you're paying, like, almost 20 bucks a pizza, every pizza, no matter what you get. It's kind of ass. If you get a large, it's, like, fucking 25, 30. Pizza Hut's got a reward. 
reward system, bro. I can earn a medium pizza like over probably like four purchases, bro. That's that's gas money. Let's check my pizza Hut account. If it makes me log in, I'm gonna be pissed because I'm not gonna remember that shit. Actually, I probably will. I've only got like two passwords. Oh, I'm in. How many points do I got? 235. Oh, I could get a medium two-topping pizza for free right now. Or I could get two orders of boneless wings. Actually, no, I couldn't. I'm 15 points shy from that. Hmm. Also, if you eat boneless wings, fuck you. Those are not wings. They are not wings. You know why they call chicken wings chicken wings? Because they are both present in the wing of the chicken. Boneless wings is cubed breast. You're eating chicken titty with sauce on it. Alright? They are not wings. I've seen that debate on Twitter a lot. And if you're on boneless side, you're wrong. The only boneless thing you should be eating pizza, and the only pizza you should be eating is Pizza Hut. Good night. I'm just kidding. I'm not done. You guys got me for a little bit longer. I'm kind of hyped for this pizza, though. It's not every day you get to eat pizza. Or at least it shouldn't be. Again, talking to you people from pizza areas. I don't know what I would do if I was from New York, honestly. Like, if I just had the ability to walk around and just, like, grab, like, a couple slices of pizza for, like, a couple bucks. Just, like, gigantic, like, good pizza from most places in New York. Like, you know, without getting stabbed. I hear New York is kind of bad now. It's probably always bad, to be honest with you. I just can't imagine what it's like being from a actual concrete jungle like that shit's crazy like where it is a rarity to see a tree or a skyline that's fucking nuts to me bro i'm from the land of big sky I drive five minutes down the road and you get a 180 degree view of the sky. <laughs> I cannot imagine go like living, being from New York, being from the city, and just never seeing anything other than city. That's crazy to me. It's insane. And most people that are born there don't leave there. That's what's crazier. It's got to be a hell of a night, or a night style. A lifestyle, though. I guess I was trying to blend lifestyle and nightlife. Hey. Nightlife, baby. I cannot imagine, though. I do want to visit. I want to go to New York really bad. Like, ooh, bad baby. Because it's dope. Like, I want to eat good food. I want to go to, like, I want to go to every place that is known for having good food. And I want to eat their food. And, you know, have foodgasms in front of strangers. 
that that just sounds amazing to me. Like I want to go to Philadelphia and get Philly cheese steaks. I want to go to Buffalo and get wings. You know, I've been to Kansas City and I've eaten barbecue. You know, I want to go to. Uh, uh, I, Honestly, I want to go to like West Texas and eat Mexican food or like Southern Texas and eat Mexican food. Uh, there's just all these places like, you know, go to like a, a a shrimp boil in New Orleans, right? Like go to the heart of the food that I like to eat, go to where it comes from and then, you know, eat the best there is. And, uh. Sounds like a good deal to me, man. Like, imagine going to Wisconsin and, like, going to, like, a cheese factory or something and just, like, getting samples. Like, well, that should be dope. I'd go to a cheddar factory and just die. Just, just die. Show me the Swiss room, sir. <laughs> Get some cheddar cheese from Wisconsin. Ooh, I bet that goes hard. Bet it goes so hard. Dude, you could probably go to Canada and get some fucking penguin pussy. That shit's probably good, bro. Some nice penguin pussy. Throw that shit on the grill. Isn't that what Canada's eat? That nut poutine, poutine shit. <laughs> poutine actually goes fucking hard, though. I don't know if anybody's ever had poutine in here, but it's fun to say. Also, poutine, poutine, because it sounds like you're saying pooting. As in, you know, but it's not. In fact, it's french fries piled high with brown gravy and cheese curds on it. Yeah, cheese curds, which I'm pretty sure is like, are cheese curds mozzarella? What is the actual cheese inside a cheese curd? What what makes a curd a curd? Because I know it's like discarded shit, right? Like it's like extra shit. What is a cheese curd? Hmm. Cheese curds are the moist pieces of curded milk either eaten alone or as a snack or used in prepared dishes. They are chiefly found in Quebec, in the dish poutine, and in the northeastern Midwestern mountain. And Pacific Northwestern United States, especially in Wisconsin and Minnesota. Okay, what kind of... I guess it's just like... Just extra milk. From whatever cheese you make it from. Because I'm seeing yellow ones, I'm seeing white ones, I'm seeing different colored white ones. Huh. Well, here's allrecipes.com. What are cheese curds? Six facts you might not know. Imagine going to college for four plus years to get a degree in journalism so you can write six things you might not know about cheese curds. Oof. That's why I bailed, bro. That's why I got out. I cannot do that shit. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lost art, bro. Eesh. Anyways. Oh, God. And here's her degree. It's like 19 fucking paragraphs. Yeah. Okay. The first rule is freshness. What? These are facts. 
Cheese curds or baby cheddar? Huh. It's just the young cheddar that hasn't been aged at all. These curds are separated from the whey during the cheese making process, and instead of being molded for a future cheese wheel, they're sliced up and bagged to be sold right away. It's cooked plenty for the cheese makers who are usually waiting months, even years, for the fresh cheese to be priced and sold. Holy shit. And then she's got two more paragraphs about that. She's got quotes. My god. Yeah, I'm not reading all this. Um. <laughs> Journalism's dead, bro. Journalism's dead. The last two things of the six facts you didn't know about cheese curds were that flavored curds are increasingly popular. So, okay. And then some curds are just cheese chunks. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, wait, actually. Some cheese curd makers break up aged cheddar into curd-like pieces and sell them as fresh curds, but they're not. Cheese curds have a short shelf life. As such, there's more profit to be made in cheese that can sit longer on shelves, thus the reason for the deception. So that was actually a useful bit of information. Okay, I gotta go. Uh, bye.